Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, play listeners. The first place you should look for tickets is scorebig.com. That's where you save on every ticket every day. Scorebig is your ticket destination for all your favorite sports games, concerts, events, and shows with seating from the rafters to the front row. With savings averaging 40% off the box office price, they've made live entertainment more accessible for every fan. And buying tickets is easy. Just go to scorebig.com, find a game or show you want to attend, pick your preferred seating area, name a ticket price, and get an instant answer. That's it. Since 40% of tickets to events typically go unsold, Scorebig can offer the average customer naming a ticket price about $80 in savings. We're talking about playoff games, big-name concerts, even events that most people think are sold out often have hundreds or thousands of tickets available. And the savings aren't just for last-minute tickets. Save on tickets days, weeks, even months in advance. Go ahead and check it out right now, scorebig.com. Why pay full price when you can pay less with Scorebig? So next time you want tickets, think big, save big, and score big at scorebig.com. That's scorebig.com. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Welcome to Kill Me Now. With uh, Judy Gold, I'm the host. I do pretty much everything for the show. Um, you'll hear a voice in the background. Sometimes that would be Lauren Hennessy. And he's sort of um, just Hello. here, doesn't really do anything. Hi, that's me. Right. Thanks, boss. Feedback, basically. <laughs> that's my pronoun. <laughs> Feedback. And uh, Jared's on the boards. Is that right? You're on the boards? I'm yeah. Yeah, because now we're at the CBS studio. Here we are. Like, we're looking outside and, like, we're in an office. Like, I couldn't even deal with the elevator because people had, like, like Jared, like, button-down shirt. Like, ugh. Anyway, I love our guest today. I love her. She is. What did I? Did you hear? Did anyone hear her voice in the background? I was agreeing. I'm sorry. Are we getting feedback from another studio next door? <laughs> anyway, um, the incredible, talented, funny, hot, very hot. I'll take it, Rachel. Very funny. I got to the fucking name. I said funny. I just. I, <laughs> I was right at Rachel. I don't want her to feel I, I objectified. I know. I didn't. I liked it. I needed it. You, right. You I didn't s- even get her fucking name out. <laughs> Rachel so Feinstein is here. Feinstein. <laughs> Rachel. Yes. Hottie McCall. You know Feinstein. Like, are you related to Diane Feinstein? No. Nobody. Really. I know nobody. No, no one important in my family except for you. Rachel, Thank you. and you really need to uh, forget it. that's another kill me now moment. I told, did I tell you this? No, that, um, you know how I always say I'm fat, like, because I'm in a dressing room because you're uh, a girl, Lauren, it's more than me being a girl. Oh. It's me being in a dressing room. I'm in a, an off Broadway show right now, which will probably be closed by the time this, you know, <laughs> plays, but, um, 
airs, whatever the fuck it does. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, and so everyone is really skinny and actory. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's disgusting. And I share a dressing room with Carrie Butler, who has a perfect body. And, you know, we're always naked. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fat. You know, I just say it. It's now. And then I get someone actually said to me, you know, Ju- someone walked in. I think it was like a hair or wardrobe or Judy. If you keep saying that, that's what you're going to see. Fat. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, I see it anyway. <laughs> whether I say it or f- that's what you're going to see. It's the chicken or that's the egg. That's what you're going to see. OK, shut the fuck up. All right, so that was a little kill me now, but I'm good. Can I start with my kill me now moment? Yes, of today? please, please. Because you know it is kill me now, and we talk. I'm always aggravated about something, but you know, like, all right. So a lot of people do not live in New York who are listening to this. There's this thing in New York called alternate side of the street parking. Ooh. So like on Mondays and Thursdays, you can park on a certain side of the street, um, and and not another side of the street for an hour and a half. So you literally have to move your car to the other fucking side of the street, wait there, and try to get a spot on the other side of the street and sit in your car so that you have that spot. So I'll usually move it at 930 and you have to get out by like, you can leave it there for like 40 minutes and then got to run back, get your spot on the other side and sit fucking there. There's a girl who uh, plays her flute. In her car. She's Asian, of course. Um, so she has to learn a musical instrument during alternate side. I mean, it, you don't know what goes on there. Anyway, so today, you know, I don't feel well. So I went down at 1025 instead of 1010. No fucking spots. Except someone's, there's a truck because they're cleaning a boiler. I had to wait there for the truck to move at 11 fucking 30. You drove here? No, I moved the car over and then I got, what the fuck is this heater? I'm so goddamn hot. It was making noise in the background. But it's so hot. Turn it off. Turn it off. It's not, I turned it off. It was an AC unit. Oh, that's what we fucking need here. Anyway. Turn it back on. I don't, who are you? Anyway, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Do you know, I, when, when I said I didn't have anybody important in my family, I remembered that I do, um, She's dead, but I just want to, I feel like this story relates to the show. My okay. aunt, my great aunt Edith. Because it's Kill Me Now and she's dead. Yeah. Well, exactly. And her name's Edith. I love yeah, that Edith name. Edith Schneider. So cool. Jewy, Jewy, Jewy. Everybody just cool your erections at home. Because okay. she was as hot as you're imagining. But mm. she was always furious and she, be- she was very angry because, um, she wanted to be able to open up meat and sniff it before she bought it. She was like, she just felt like it wasn't fair. She's like, I'm not going to reach into my pocketbook unless I can sniff the meat first. Well, it's our consumer right. That's yes. good. And I like that. She wrote to Consumer Affairs, this animal, God bless her, for so many years that they finally put like a special like Schneider meat clause in for her. I love that. And they were like, Fine. that should happen when you before you sleep with someone. You get to smell <laughs> down there. That should happen. Right? That's a Don't good you make thing? sure they're not rancid. Yeah. You have to be that would be so good like do you bathe yeah like i can't deal with some smells yeah because it's like once you're once you're committed you can't really back out right so you should be able to do the smell test Mm -hmm. i mean but imagine like hasidic jews who don't do anything or like mormons oh i can't deal that that's and they they can't do this why did you lower whatever you lowered because i can't hear a fucking thing now jared (laughs) yeah everything's your fault jared finally Um, so rachel Okay. First of all, I love that one parent was a uh, blues musician. 
Yes. And one was a civil rights lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking cool. Do you have any siblings? I have two siblings. Actually, um, my mom's a social worker and my dad was a civil rights lawyer and now he's a blues musician. He goes by Hurricane Howie. That's his full name. I fucking love him. Of course, the, the Jew. Yes. Was a lawyer and then said, I can't fucking deal with this. Can't I have to go it. with my dream. It's exactly you know, what that's happened. what I said. Oh, sorry. With the fucking mic. I, I always say there's dreamers and then there's the people who are like, you know what? I'll just live my life like this and give up my dream so that I can be comfortable with money. Yeah. I'd fucking kill. Honestly, I'd fucking kill myself. I like I would fucking like Henry. My older son now has an internship. And I go, do you like it? You know, I'm making money. I'm making money. That's what's good. Uh, I said, but, you know, it's like an office. And he's, he likes it because it's sports marketing and stuff. Yeah. But he's like, it's really hard. I have a headache because I got to sit in, the, in an office. I go, I couldn't. I am I incapable. Yeah. I am incapable. Me too. Thank God. Thank God I'm incapable. Thank God that there was nobody asked. I mean, my, I wildly failed in every subject and I never went to college. But I, I always want to be one of those people that. Yeah, like, but you're, you have to be smart to be a comic. Did absolutely. you really fail? Did you uh, fail? D's and F's and yeah. I, Do you think you had learning disability? I did. Yeah. What? Yeah. I had ADD, pretty, very severe. You know, I Ooh. still do. I lose the medicine. It's always all over the body. Uh, ask purse. Lauren about yeah. my ADD. <laughs> I mean, I have it too. It's like the blind leading the blind over here. No, I am. Well, that's, oh, that's... Alisa, Alisa, my partner, got a book on how to live with someone who has ADD. Good. I got that book for a boyfriend like a yeah. long time ago, and he didn't read it. He was an asshole. Because he's a he fuck animal. Because he, he has ADD yeah. and he couldn't finish it. <laughs> he's an asshole, motherfucker. All right. So Rachel, so um, how long have you been doing stand up? Like you started when you were twenty, right? Yes, the seventeen years. I'm so 30, you're thirty seven. You fucking bitch. Okay. So I'm fifty two. Oh, you definitely don't look fifty two. Oh yeah, baby. Shots. I look. I look, do. I look. Caitlin, 65. Did you see? Oh, my God. On my Facebook, I put uh, there's a picture of Chris Christie in a baseball uniform and he literally has camel toe. I just said oh, that I, to I somebody. It made my morning. And I wrote Caitlin Christie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you send mine? That, no, I didn't see your thing. I've got a lot. I wish I Whatever, had. Just put it down. It's not even newsworthy now because it's amazing. Though. All right. Anyway, so Rachel, listen. Yes. OK, so you have siblings. Are they what do they do? My um, brother is, he works in advertising, but he's like, wants to do more like writing and stuff. He's very creative and lovely. My younger brother is a social worker like my mom, and he works at a DC school working with like, he speaks Spanish now. He was in the Peace Corps. So, um, in oh, Costa Rica. is he the favorite? Yeah, he's yeah. What's totally. his name? Yeah, um, his name's Aaron, and he's like the loveliest person you could imagine. Him and his wife are just oh, he's yeah. not gay. Okay, no. do they have kids? They're going to, but they don't now. Is his yeah. wife Jewish? She's not. What? No one's Your mother Jewish. fucking converts? My mom converted and nobody's date, like nobody dates Jews. But see, my family, it's like they didn't really care. Like they were opposite of like a lot of the traditional Jewish families because they didn't care if we dated Jews. They didn't care if we went to college. They just were just they were like aggressively liberal. Like my mom would be happiest if I was married. For sure. My mom wants me to be gay and she's very upset that I'm not. Tell like, her I'm yes. available to be her daughter. She would love it if you were I'll her do, daughter. I'll be her daughter. Yeah. I feel like she, she was always she's probably just, my age. How old is she? <laughs> she's six, 65. Five, I think, or something. <laughs> so she would have had to been like in some horrible third world country to in order to have me, like yeah. at thirteen mm. or twelve, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. or you, you know, a dugger. But Go. I'm telling you, I don't even believe you. There's no way. There's no way you're in your fifties. It's insane to She's me. Not. I, I act like I'm like I. First of all, sometimes I wake up mm-hmm. and I 
I go, oh my God, like I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> I, I like, I honestly, I don't even believe it because I don't feel like I'm in my fifties. I still go out to do sets like at the cellar at, you know, 11, 12 o'clock. I feel like it keeps you young when if you like have no respect for anything traditional. I feel like it makes you stay young. Like if you're if you you know what I mean? And I think fury makes you stay young, too. Right. But know? it's also like I but I'm I got to tell you, like you're 37, um, which I have to say as an elderly woman, that is the age of 37 is the best you will ever look. Okay. And whatever style, <laughs> it up. someone told me this years and years ago. When and your style that you are at thirty-seven is the style that will stay with you. Mm. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what you wear and what looks your hair and stuff like that. Yeah. That what the fuck is that face, Lauren? Oh no, I'm Lauren just made thinking. a face like ooh ah. Uh. You're not even close to thirty-seven. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> And it doesn't really work for God. Well, yeah, I guess it does work for God. Anyway, but you always I'll look hot. You when I'm always look hot. Oh, that's now, a idea. I'm going to transition when I'm 37 because that'll be the hottest I will be as a female. <laughs> okay, Caitlin, listen. So, as a female, so you started Justin doing. Gets me so, what'd you do? Shut up. Okay. When you, when you graduated high school mm-hmm. with your D's and. Yes. You moved to New York at 17. With a guy in his band uh, called Dick Sister. <laughs> okay. And your mother was like, oh, my daughter is uh, oh, uh, Rachel. Well, Aaron is in the Peace Corps. And what's the older one? Justin. And Justin is, uh, you know, he's wants to write, but he's in advertising. He's very successful. <laughs> and Rachel is, uh, yeah, she's moving to uh, New York with her boyfriend, who's the lead singer in Dick fuck what is it dick sister dick sister (laughs) so you know they're all settled oh she's 17 she knows what she's doing have you heard of dick sister their music is terrific oh my god what i need your mother and your mother to have a conversation oh that would be that would be great yeah no i mean i mean you guys as your mothers (laughs) okay we can do that now wait a minute well let's do that but let me just so you moved to new york where do you live with dick sister I lived in an apartment with him and his whole band. Um, they, they, Drugs? He, yes. What levels? They, I mean, just like a normal amount of blow, you know? Right, right. But, and, but he he dumped me really soon after I moved in. <laughs> so, so embarrassing. My dad had to come to New York and, like, get me in, like, the fine So you were a little girl. Getter and, like, repack me because I'd been freshly dumped. Right. So I told everybody I was going to New York and kissed everybody. I made a big thing out of it. And then I and, and then daddy me. has to come. How long after yeah. did daddy come pick you up? Uh, two months. But then I went back to New York. I just started, like, staying with friends there, like, that live there on the weekends. And I, like, started taking acting. And I just decided I was going to live there anyways. And then he tried to kind of. Anyways. Uh, that is a kill me now. That is a kill me now. Ask Lauren. I am a fucking. You don't like that word. No, I don't. Bad grammar makes me crazy. I correct. Okay. Like, I correct my kids' texts. No, I think she it's good. She corrects my texts. I, te- I correct everyone's <laughs> texts. Like, I, but you know what, Rachel? Every you can't believe. Like, I have dealt with like presidents of the president of the president of companies. And they have bad grammar or I have to fix their their speeches. And I'm like, oh, my God, did you fucking take an English class? I know people. But and I have to tell you the other thing that's really nerdy. If I see an article in The Times about grammar or anything, I am like I'm in heaven. (laughs) I don't know why that is. I do jerk off. All right. Anyway, go. You know. Yeah. You know what annoys me is um, 
as alls. I can't deal with that. Alls I said was. Oh, oh yeah. I, said. I hate alls I said. So aggressively dumb. Um, That's my favorite. Yeah, but my cousin, who's a Rhodes Scholar, says, anyways. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? All right. There's other ones, too, like. Uh, New Year's. Or, or when people use the word legit in the middle of a sentence, like, I was legit worried about it, you know? <laughs> it sounds. The whole, our English <laughs> literally, language. Yeah, everyone's using literally. Wrong. People use literally wrong all the time. I know. That's true. And now they've added a new, uh, in the dictionary, they added a new. They uh, put 1,400 more words. OMG uh, is in it. And they and they put literally as a non-literal expression. And people use the word random wrong all the time. Oh, I know. That's yeah. so random. random. It's random. Oh my God, like this is so random. Jared, right? you fucking yeah. better laugh because if it's you're like not being... fucking laughing, no one's going to listen in their car to this. <laughs> the entire universe Snickering. is random. How old are you, Jared? Let's guess. 22. 23? <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. You were fucking born. Uh, Jared is 20. In 1995? 1994. Uh, all right. 1994 was a big year for me. I had, I was on a sitcom and I did an HBO special that the next year won the Cable Ace Award. I beat George Carlin. Jesus Christ. That's amazing. And I then I came year. back to New York to have children. And my manager in LA was like, you're, you're fucking ruining your life. You're ruining. He said that to you? That's oh, horrific. you don't know what the shit I got. I'm ruin your career's going to be over. You need to have blonde hair that's straight so you don't look Jew. I mean, if you knew the shit people said to me and, you know, it took, you know, I feel like, like all right, this is like, I mean, you're going to probably think I'm an asshole, but I do. Yes. I love you girls. I love Amy. I love that you are fearless and that you're feminine and fuck you, you motherfucker. I love that part of your feminism. You have a different feminism. You guys are real men. Lauren, I'm on a fucking roll here and I get feedback. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Anyway, so, um, you know, you're, you know, I I feel like, you know, I started in the mid 80s. Uh, I was like 18 or 19. um, And I mean, when I would go to open mic night at Catch... Jerry, Larry David, Belzer was the MC. Yeah. Uh, I sat there. And uh, you know who I hung out with? Joy Behar's daughter. Was she cool? She was in high school and I was in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was great. Even I would just sit in the back because she would come to, you know. And I watched them all and I waited. A lot of you guys never did this. I mean, I was on stage every night, but I would wait. There would be a mob boss, his mistress, and then some fucking idiot, yeah. you know, who lives in his apartment and only comes out, you know, at night mm-hmm. and the band. And I, I didn't care. I would, it was about stage time. I got up there and when the band laughed, I was like, and they all loved me, the wait staff and everything. I didn't fucking care. I feel like there's so many spoiled fucking brats out there. And I also got a lot of shit because I was so brash. And then I was out in the late 90s because I had kids and I was like out. And I feel like a lot of that affected my my trajectory. And you know what? I don't regret any of it. I don't regret. I think I'd kill myself if I had no integrity for who I really am. You know what I mean? And I feel like you guys... I don't know if you ever watched me when you were growing up, like on Comedy yes, Central. Yes, I was obsessed. Are you kidding? Right. But I got so much shit. 
I can't imagine, Judy. I cannot imagine. How much shit I got? Yeah. 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 Of oh, course. please. We had a woman here. Uh, oh, you know, it, like people think I'm my act, like from tw- 20, 30 years ago. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, she can't do it. Now, you know, I, I did Louie and, and I'm, you know, I do a lot of theater and I did one person. I mean, it took me till, you know, doing a one person show where I interviewed Jewish mothers all around the country. You know, it had to be about something Jewish. Because all I was told is, don't be Jewish and don't be gay. And I'm like, don't fucking tell me what to do. And Adrian Tolsch, do you know Adrian Tolsch? That's the entire yeah. entertainment industry. Right. But Adrian Tolsch said to me, and she's the first one to put me on a catch. Uh, she said to me, um, you know, you earned that right. You you worked to get that spot on stage. And no one should ever tell you what the fuck to say up there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did listen to the, a lot of shit because I was young. You know, in my 20s. I did, too. I internalized all the... And I just wish I could have a meeting with all you guys and say, you know what? Don't fucking... But you did it. You learned before I did, which is great. Well, I mean, we also reaped the benefits of... I mean, I can't even imagine. Because when I started, it was horrific, too. You know, 17 years ago. So I can't even imagine what you went through. 30 years ago. Yeah. I cannot even imagine. I mean, people always said that stuff. I mean, everyone always gave me shit about, you know, too Jewy, too Jewy, too Jewy, all of that. But also, like, just... um like the horrific things like if you go up and 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 I'd say anything about sexuality um even now like when I'm headlining the host came up after me like when I was in Vegas and he's like ooh she's a dirty naughty girl oh she's a little gross one mm. meanwhile he'd done plenty of dick jokes but it's he always done? like that yeah yeah he done he, I'm sorry he'd he done had oh he'd Yes. Done. I thought you said he done. I got you. No, so he'd, sorry. He done. But I mean, but it's like if you're a woman and you do it, then you're a, like a naughty little whore for some okay. reason. If you discuss the same subjects as they do. All right. So know. this brings me up. Kill me now of my career. Um, these are the thing I I for years would have a male MC. First of all, the other thing I did was when I first started, I asked to MC all the time. You know that wasn't a shit job. Uh, you know, at Catch in the 80s and the 70s, the MC was the show and you were guests on that person's show. And that's how Belzer, you know, right. it was like, oh, Belzer's there. And the show would go on forever. And it was about him. And when I first started, there was a place called Comedy U Grand down on 55 Grand Street in Soho. Mm-hmm. And I asked to MC. They had a Thursday night women's night, which is where I met Wanda. I met everyone, you know, and I would ask to MC because I was like. I could be on stage so many times in one night and each bit I did would get stronger because it would um, live on its own, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and and I, I was so what someone just said something to me like the only thing I, the thing I remember about you was that you work you were just about the work. Who the fuck said that? And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe. It. But it was really just about the work. I didn't fuck. I was a lesbo. I didn't fuck anyone to get ahead. Yeah. Um, I was in the boys club because I did. I didn't. I had no affect about like, yeah, I'm a girl. Um, but I remember they used to always introduce me as our next comedian is. Uh, well, it's a she and she's uh, really tall. Let me, and they would lift the mic stand all the way up. And you know what I did? And, and no one did. I was like, hey, that was our MC. He's a man. He has a penis and he's short. <laughs> yes. And that's yes. what I would do. And they would fucking stop. And then I would say, you know what? That was our MC and he's fat. I don't know if anyone noticed that he is fat. And I was just like, I'm not fucking putting up with your shit. And I think it's sort of. But I was in Marietta, Georgia. And I so this awesome. is when I felt so 
vulnerable. I'm in Marietta, Georgia, the worst gig ever. I'm headlining. Oh, and the reason I became a headliner, Amazing Jonathan. Do you know the Amazing Jonathan? He has a show in Vegas. I was middling for him in Catch Rising Star in Princeton. And this is before my father died. So my father died right after. So it was like 1989, 1990. And I was, he, he's, you can't follow him because he's just tricks and blood. And, you know, he was so funny. Um, and outrageous. And he said, you are ready to be a headliner. Um, and I know, you know, it was tough for female headliners. And he said, all you have to do is end with something no one can follow. That's what he told me. That's such good advice. And he said, just do it. Just pick an end. And I would sing. I was lip syncing before this fucking lip syncing. And I am telling you, I would make them. I, okay. I would make them flash the light. It's on my HBO special. I would make them flash the light. I'd be like, what are you doing? It's time to go, Judy. No, I'm not fucking going. And then I would lip sync. <laughs> that's awesome. And I'm telling you, I'm not going. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was about, it's about saying fuck you, but not saying, but saying fuck you in a sort of a, an intelligent, classy. But so like, I feel like you kids, as I... I just am so proud of you guys. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's so, it's like, there's always that voice in your head that's all, like, get rid of it. Yeah, the guys right. don't, I, like, now they I'm don't old have enough. That voice. You're they right. don't have the voice, they don't yeah. get emotional. You know, they don't fucking go, oh, my God. Yeah, they, they don't do. give a shit. They and they help balls. each other. How do you think Kevin James is a star? Ray Romano. They all fucking yeah. help each other. Yeah, I just say everything I've had is through my friends. It's right. Not, yeah, it's not, that's, that's it. I'm know? waiting for some. Well, Margaret Cho <laughs> helped me with the, you know, my the sitcom. Rosie's helped me. I really want to get on like a sketch show or something. You know, I really think I would fucking be great on that kind I of shit. I feel like we should just follow you around for a while with the camera. And post it online. It's really, yeah, my life is a fun. Wait, Amy but, and I always talk about, yeah, we just like to sit and watch you at the cellar. And when you do the impressions of your mom uh, and when you play her voicemail messages, I can't handle it. Because, you know, that makes me feel better. If I am having a day where I just feel like soiled or rancid for some unknown reason I can't figure out or place. Anytime I'm in a low grade depression and I hear you yell. I feel better. Oh, it's the same. I'm not so kidding. Nice. We talk about that. Like, we'll just go downstairs and sit and watch you do that because it's the, it's like when I listen to like, like ocean wave tapes, I feel furious. That doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't so, like yeah. to hear gentle sounds. But can I tell I you something? I hear you yelling. I'm happy. Yeah. When you, uh, listen to people yell <laughs> and enjoy that, that's what you're always going to hear is yelling. <laughs> that's what you'll always see and hear yelling. That's why she yelling. moved to New York. So your career is going really, really well. Are you happy? Like, I always want to ask people this. Like, I always, I was there the first time David Tell went on stage. I was emceeing at, mm-hmm. and he came in. He was in college at NYU. Comes in. He's got a pad. Gets on there. It was like during the fucking, you know, Karen Carpenter anorexia. Yeah. He said, everyone's so skinny. Everyone's anorexic. And uh, the other day I walked by Macy's and the mannequins had their fingers down their throat. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's so funny. And I <laughs> said to him, you're so fucking funny. He's like, no, I suck. And that was it. That mm-hmm. was the he came back and back and back. Ray Romano. I mean, I was there with all of them. John Stewart. 
um, I said to Lewis at Catch, I said, uh, you know, he's like Adam Sandler. I remember he used to come on in his fucking sweatpants. And he's like, he's going to be a star. I go, what are you talking? Look at him. <laughs> it's just what they get away with. But anyway, so your career, like, how do you feel? Do you feel satisfied? Do you feel, oh, my God, I don't want to lose it. Like what? It, I really want to know what what you feel. Um, you know, full of anxiety and fear and right. yeah. And um and also like, yeah, just a lot for everything that seems to go your way, I internalize the things that don't and you know, but I'm trying. I don't know. I mean I go to therapy every week. Alan Lefkowitz is always like I'm just like you know, I feel like a fraud or whatever. And oh, my God. Out. That's such a woman thing that they're going to find me out. They're going to find out that I'm not good enough, that I'm not really funny, that, yeah. you know, no fucking guy ever thinks that. They don't. That they're going to be found out for being like less than. That yeah. is such a fucking look at Jared. He fucking thinks he's great. He's 20. Yeah, he does look so comfortable with himself. What? With his uh, smug fucking... <laughs> Do you feel like insecure? I don't have... I don't feel like I'm going to be found out, but Dude, I, I have the come, same come on, Mike. What do you mean you have the same... Are you Jewish? Oh, yeah. That's why. <laughs> but don't you feel like someone's going to... You're going to do something and someone's going to go, Oh, oh yeah, that, that Jared isn't who I thought he was. Yeah, of course. You're That's... 20. You know, You can't even be in this conversation. I'm kidding. You can talk anytime you want. I used to. to, I used to. uh, Oh, I don't fucking care. I'm not supposed to either. I used to be worried I'd found out. I'd be found out um, for being uh, a dude. I'm trans, by the way. If you didn't know that. Oh, okay. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Lauren is trans, uh, but he won't get surgery. Okay. Which is fine because that's his choice and he doesn't want to. But I'm telling you right now, don't. You're going to get so many fucking parts now as a trans woman. Um, oh, I do. I've already gotten parts as a trans woman. Yeah, really? actually. Yeah, because they want to hire trans actors to play trans roles, um, but they want someone. I, yeah, I've played trans women in a few. I heard that you fucking went to a uh, girls arm wrestling thing mm-hmm. and won. You can't fucking be a dude. No, that was and go thing. to a girls thing. That's, Sorry, that's, that's why, not fucking fair. No, there was a Caitlin. Ba- Wait, first of all, my body <laughs> is still female, so I still have the same hand. No, you can't use it when you want. Yes, I can. No, you yes, can't. Yes, I can. Tran- fucking girl card, boy card. I can because I'm born this way. And I can't fucking deal. So I get to. Um, no, but they asked me to do it and they, they built up this whole thing. So it was like really controversial and, and people were like, no, you can't do it. Like I'd go on stage and just like, I, I really was not planning on winning at all because I, I don't arm wrestle. All right. I'm whatever. Not an arm so, um, Rachel, so you're, all right. So you're in train wreck. You're in, you know, the movie. You're having another comedy special on, on Comedy Central, which I have to tell you. They told me I'm too old. No. Swear to God. I was on, I mean, I was there from the beginning. I did Tough Crowd Stands Up. I had my own special. I did another special for them where Adam Carolla introduced me as like Sasquatch or a a dude, a guy. Like, I fucking hate him. Um, So infuriating. I I saw that. I remember seeing that watching Comedy Central. I remember seeing Mm -hmm. that. And like, you know, when I was in high school, like, you know, watching you and there was like a few women that I would watch. And and, like whenever I'd see Joan Rivers come on TV, just like certain people like that. And my heart would swell. And I felt like there's another path. Like Mm -hmm. uh, there's something else. It was like this monkey bar, the next monkey bar I'd grab onto every time I got to see one of your performances. And it was more rare than it was supposed to be because there weren't enough women that you got to see. 
but as a girl, you're like, okay, maybe there's some other road. Right, maybe right. I can be, maybe I'm not mangled or deranged. And this is, I can be this version of myself that is me. You have to be yourself. Yeah. You know, I guess. And, and, but I would look at those things and I think that, you know, but, but then there's that feeling like, you still have like that. I always say like to my therapist where when I was a kid, my hair would I'm going somewhere with this, but I had this big wild Jufro and my hair would collect into this kind of like heinous knot in the back of my head. And I would take the hair from the front and brush it over the <laughs> knot. Right. And it was like a nest and the nest <laughs> kept getting bigger and bigger. And my, my mom, she didn't brush it enough. I don't know why they weren't t- taking control of the nest situation. Right. But I was just constantly trying to cover the nest. And I, that's how I feel in therapy. I'm like, they're going to see the nest. And he's like, the nest isn't there right, anymore, right, right, Rachel. Right. You know, because I was always trying to, and you could see it in certain pictures. Like I'd be at somebody's bat mitzvah and they'd be like, you could just see this weird heinous nest breaking right. out of the back of my hair. I yeah. got in a car accident uh, and when I was uh, 16 on my way to driver's ed and a car hit me. I was on my bike. I was stoned. And uh, <laughs> I got hit. Um, I think my head hit the, uh, what were those things? Ornament, hood ornament. And then I fell at, on a rock. And so I had 15 stitches in my head. They it missed my brain by like, but I had a shaved head on this side and my mother would take the hair from the other side oh, and boy. make two braids. I looked like fucking Pippi Longstocking. <gasps> That's horrifying. I know. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Would you put hanger wires in them so that they loop? No, up? she wouldn't. She would not. She only did that when I had that abortion with oh. her. I'm kidding. Got it. Wire <laughs> hanger. <laughs> so anyway, Rachel. So you're at this point and, and the late 30s. Early 40s are great times, you know, okay, that's good. To and hear. then you get. But the thing about being a comedian is you never you're never too old to make fucking joke. But I'm too old for Comedy Central. OK, I call a, a, a call to arms at Comedy Central or whatever their Twitter is. Get Judy Gold on. It's fine. People you know what? Listening you know, out there in TV land. They think I'm not their demographic. Do you know how many 20-year-old fucking guys come to my shows? Yeah, that's just not true. I mean, you look at like, yeah, I mean. It's like you look at all the guys my age, like yeah. Atel and um, who else is my age? I don't know. Who, of that generation. Marin is a little older than you, right? No, he's but, my age. But all of Marin's fans are are young kids. I so, have so many young, young kids and, who grew up with and, me. And Louie, young kids. Louie, my young age. Kids. Yeah. Young kids, young kids. Yeah. But do you think, you ask Lauren how many young kids, I mean, I get the old Jews, yes. Your demographic But it's always fans. the kids in their 20s that I'm realizing now, kids in their 20s now, they like to watch people with a burden. They like to know what that would feel like right. to not be scrubbed but with But they also sunshine. don't fucking yeah. know how understand. to interact with people. Yeah. They fucking don't know. It fucking sucks. All right. So you are, you're, do you feel like you're on your way, that you made it? You should never feel like you made it and no, you should no, never no, sit no, on your laurels kidding? ever. I don't have health insurance, Judy. I didn't make you it. You're a Jew without health insurance? What the fuck? <laughs> no, oh, I just signed up for Obamacare. Finally, I did it like late and I got a you thing have for to it. be a Jew. But you have to have official. Did yet. I fucking yeah. yell at you? Yeah, I'm still working on what uh, I'm working. Oh, you on. told me you got it. Uh, no, I said I got some information. Okay. I'm, in uh, uh, I'm gonna have to deal with your health insurance. All right. Listen, listen, fuck faces. So, um, 
So Amy's really helped you, right? How did you yes. meet Amy? Yeah. Um, Amy and I just met through um, stand-up, and we did that Women Who Kill special together. Ooh, and so we started yeah. talking about that. And um, and I think I learned a lot about confidence through Amy because I would go to – I would have the smallest exchange with somebody, and, like, the entire next day I just over-analyze this small right, social obsessive. interaction. Yeah. That I they just, don't even think about. Yeah. Because all people think about are themselves. But I don't exactly. know if you knew this. When Amy first started, mm-hmm. uh, she was with Rick Dorfman. He, um, yes. And he said, there's this girl, Amy Schumer, who I'm representing, and she loves you. Would you talk to her about comedy? And I still remember sitting at my desk and just telling her, you know, don't let anyone fucking tell you what to do. Get out there on stage every night. Don't fucking listen to anyone. And I'm like really proud of her. And I love her feminism. I just want to be on her fucking show. Yeah, well, she loves you. I love her. She's like, yeah. And I, you know, as a feminist, you know, uh, my generation was like, go. I mean, I'm from the what the fuck you go fuck yourself. And you guys are really from the like I look at Gloria Steinem, right, Mm -hmm. who I adore. She's nonplussed about everything. Like if you look at her having, you know, debates with these fucking right wing conservative assholes in the 1960s. She still talked like this when she made her point. I know. And it's fascinating. It's unbelievable. And I found out uh, that she's not Jewish. Um, and that is probably why she would talk like this. And I know. She's not a Jew. No, like I, half I'm, father or I'm something. I'm obsessed with looking at, uh, I, I constantly look up videos of her interviews because people said she the most is, horrific things about and her. She and would she had s- this lovely level way of right. response and I couldn't relate. But it's like, that in, in a way, that was placating sort of the women don't get angry and women are attractive and have brains. And right. I'm going to show you that. Mm-hmm. And I, since I'm a little kid, was like, why the fuck can't I do that? I want to mow the lawn. I'm shoveling the, you know. Nah. That's how I was. <laughs> I, yeah. I dressed like a boy. I cut all my hair off. I, you know, I was a huge tomboy and I loved girls. Now I'm a huge lesbo and I love girls. But, mm. um, you know, it's like you you look... You're beautiful and you have a beautiful body and you get on stage like, you know, people ask why I, I, you know, people dress not provocatively because usually a man cannot focus on. It's a spoken word. Yeah. Um, art form. It's it's the it's so not feminine. It's because you're in, you're in control. You're you're eliciting a response. You're controlling their emotions. And laughter is the most powerful. Like you have to admit, all the guys you went on the road with, right? Yeah. Who would get fucking laid? I used to. They used to be like mountains of pussy. Like, yeah. I'm, and I'm sitting at the bar. Like, can someone take me back to the hotel or the condo? Never. Like, I literally ever. would sit yeah. there. Never get hit on ever, ever, on ever, 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 ever. It's and I'd such be with these guys, and it would be ridiculous. Right, when they just like throw themselves at you. Them. Would never get hit on on the road. Never. And That's Judy a, knows it's true. A, it's so they, they, true. They, they come up to you Did and you they talk to, be? to you like, sure, I wouldn't yeah, mind like some someone taking you to dinner or something. Yeah, I was oh, wildly right. lonely. I mean, I wasn't trying to like have sex with anybody. But Rachel, I didn't have. You know what? That's not bad if you were. I had a we when I went on the road. No computer. Shut the fuck up. No computers. No cell phones. 
No internet. I don't. I don't know. I traveled with a coffee maker. There was no Starbucks. I cannot. I have PTSD just thinking about the hours I spent in fucking motels alone. Now I think about, you know, I don't I'm very anti-gun violence, as everyone is. Yes. But I do see now I traveled in West Virginia. I traveled, you know, I traveled a lot getting picked up because I couldn't rent a car till I was 25. Mm-hmm. And then once I could rent a car and I was, I can't believe I didn't have a gun in the car. I would drive through these, so me a big Jew lesbo. I can't imagine. And They'll send any sex offender to pick up the comedian. Right. From the airport. Right. They don't give a shit about us. They'll right. send anyone. So, yeah. So how do you, so you feel, are you grat? Do you feel gratitude? Do you feel like I got to work so much fucking harder? Do you, um, I mean, you know, it depends on the day, you know, like one day I feel like I'm having so much fun and I have the best life in the world. I get to hang out with like the smartest, funniest people that I could possibly imagine right. and adore them. And I'm part of this community and I feel proud to be included in it. And then the next day I'm just like, I'm so sad and I can't handle that other aspects of the business and the coarseness of it. And I just want to hide or do another career that I have no um, right. ability to do. I used to, to fantasize. You know? I fantasize. <laughs> Me too. I fantasize too. Until I had a nervous breakdown. And yeah. then I had a very bad trigger. I put my mother in a nursing home. I was divorced and left with broke, actually in debt. Um, I couldn't get an agent to book me. I was like, it was like, and it lasted a long time. The melancholy lasted many, a long time. And it took me over a year to get out of this. But I, ch- I complete, first of all, my, my, um, I'm not fuck. Oh, 20. Oh, good. I want to keep her on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Done. You the, just replaced me. Shut the fuck up. Uh, we like um, now I fucking forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I changed because I, I first of all, my view on mental illness completely changed. It is a complete physical thing. If you look at my bloods, blood work during that time. It was like I was deficient in everything. I loved what you wrote on Facebook about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saved it. I took a picture really? of it with my mm-hmm. phone. That was yeah, great. it was really like amazing. And you put up the picture of the medici- medications and, and you oh, right, the right. Books. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I emailed that to people and I just thought it was like so like lovely and brave and, and really moving that you did that and said that because that's not an easy thing to say in any community. You Which know? brings us to what, what drugs do you take our? Oh, yeah, we do go over antidepressants. Okay. Wait a minute. So, and now I don't give a shit. Like, it's like, I've been to the depths of, I've had, I've lost so many people have died. I, I have kids, the greatest gift in the world, which we've, we're going to be discussing that too. But, you know, I really felt like my, my whole being was in this career that I had worked so hard for. And now was at this place where I didn't think I was going to be at that age. And... You know, I went to therapy, you know, I'm in new therapy and, and, and I said, I have a black cloud because I'll ask Lauren, all this shit happens. And the therapist is like, you know, you're the black cloud. Mm-hmm. You are. There's no black cloud. That's Judy. what I was saying. There's no black cloud. You are the black. And, you know, she said this to me last <laughs> week. And but I've changed so Why much. Why got to be a black cloud? I don't know. We always like my family. Bad luck. It was a kill me now family. Like yeah. everything would happen. We got the Toyota Camry. It was the first year that it was the best car in the world. We get a fucking lemon. I'm not kidding. <laughs> my sister goes to Club Med to meet a guy. She's in her 20s. She goes on this like thing. She gets there and the uh, locals had a coup. 
and wouldn't work for the club med anymore and, le- and didn't clean any rooms and left and had a big strike. So she gets there. It's dirty. And they all had to leave. Like, that's the shit that happens. OK, Ugh. so I, first of all, before we get to meds, do you talk about um, Dick sisters in your act? I haven't yet. OK, I'm going to tell you as the comedian guru. You have to talk about what you, how you moved to New York at 17 and live with Dick sisters. You're right. I should. And, and he- how your mother, you have this perfect brother who's like, oh, yeah. John F. Kennedy Jr. Exactly. And then you have the other brother who's like, you know, Prince William. And you're living in a fucking apartment with Dick sisters and doing drugs. And yes. your parents are Jewish. How do you not fucking write a bit about that? You're right. I have to talk about Dick Sister. I, I do. You have to talk about Dick Sister. Sometimes I'm harder. And it's harder for me, those weird, longer stories. But, but I think it's those also, are the ones that are important to but know. Th- but th- this is, you're going to really you become, you're going to fucking, it, when you start really talking about the shit that you put away and are embarrassed about. You're right. I talk about it, the most embarrassing things and it fucking it's freed me. It's fucking like you have to talk about that and that you had to go back there and be completely embarrassed like, yeah, well, I'm going back again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking a break. Where is fucking Dick's? I mean, the fact that you would go like with someone who the band is Dick Sister, and they would always, I would always like, I would go on tour with Dick Sister, and I, w- I still remember being in the bathroom with them on tour, and I heard them being like, "Dude, can you stop bringing your fucking girl on these tours with us? She fucking stinks, man. She sucks. Like you guys." Okay, stop uh, we have and to I was do... just weeping in the bathroom. Like, can, uh... can we do? <laughs> What's your show going to be like on Comedy Central? At Dick it's, Sister, it, it, I don't have a show on on Comedy Central. Yeah, it, there's not a show. On Comedy Central. Oh, there! I thought there was a deal. For... No, it's yeah, it's uh, everything's sort of up in the air not right now. With, with all okay, don't worry about that. Okay, that doesn't matter. Okay, you're in it for the long run. Do you how many fucking? Oh, you're getting. I never tell anyone anything I do. Yeah, any audition I go on, ever. Yeah, ever. Ask Lauren. I don't want to talk about it because <laughs> I have learned unless you're fucking standing there on the set. Actually, until it's fucking edited and on the TV, I don't ever believe. Yes, that I, I don't I've done either. sitcoms and been a guest star, and then James Burroughs hated me and just completely cut me out. Oh my god, I've been cut out of so many. things. Yeah, I mean, it's like, but that's part of it that you, still, but that you wake up and you don't know what's going to happen is a blessing and a curse. Okay, because yeah. you're have an exciting life. But so the train wreck movie's coming out. Yes. Yeah, that's coming out, and um, I'm doing another show um, on Amazon, which maybe I'll be cut out of too. But uh, it's called Red Oaks, and it's like a, a, based on like a Jewish uh, country club in the '80s. Oh yeah, I heard about yeah, that, and yeah. I can't believe I'm not on it. Who's <laughs> I know, doing it? Be amazing. Um, Richard Kind, Paul Reiser. I play a character that's always trying to get people to swing with me and my husband. Like, just very hostile about swinging. Richard Kind is doing it? Yeah. I'm going to fucking text that asshole right now. <laughs> um, can we do a skit where um, you are, like, calling from Dick's sister's apartment to your mother <laughs> and um, and I could be your mother? Like, Rachel... I just talked to Mrs. Uh, Blaustein <laughs> and, uh, you know, her daughter, Mindy, is now at George Washington University. And she uh, asked what you were doing. And I said, 
uh, well, Rachel uh, is finding herself and she's living in New York with Dick's sister. I'm doing lines right now. I'm just doing a few lines right now, Mom. Oh, you're practicing your lines? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm practicing. Oh, yeah. For your acting class? (laughs) Oh, that, you know what? I know you're not doing what Mindy's doing and every other kid that you graduated with who's in college and getting a degree and Mm. a job, but I'm still proud of you. How's Dick's sister doing? Are they on the charts? I got my PSAT scores back. They were 860. Oh, that you didn't even break a thousand. No, that's great. Mindy got a 1600 perfect score. (laughs) And she doesn't do. All right. What antidepressants are you on? I'm not on antidepressants now. I've been on them um, before. Right now I'm just on ADD medicine. Which ones? A lot. Um, Adderall. Me too. I'm on Ritalin. Should I take the Adderall? I don't know. Her, I'm on so many other meds, so I don't know if the Adderall. I take 30 milligram extended release a day, but I'm trying to get up to 60 because my days are longer than most people's. I, I break them apart a lot, and mm-hmm. because I like run out, and then I lose I have capsules to this stuff. this month. They gave me capsules. Mm-hmm. Um, I take two extended release releases. I guess 40, but sometimes they don't take any, and if I have a day off. You didn't take any today, right? I took, just took them. So shut the fuck up. And, um, I don't know if it's set in yet. And, um, I kind of like the high that you get from it. Yeah, you definitely get a high for sure. It feels a little bit like speed. Really? I don't get that. I get so much work done. I can totally focus. Insane. I mean, I, I don't know how I graduated number 31 in my class out of, 387 or something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how. Because if I was on ADD medication, I could have been the fucking be- valedict. I didn't read. I, re- I read what I needed to read. I read music all the time. I was a, you know, I, I, wow. I, I was a music major in college. But like, thank God for music. Or I don't think I would have read. I read Catcher in the Rye. That was my favorite. And then Ben just came home and he said that he's reading Catcher in the Rye and it's his favorite book ever. Because he's my baby. I used um, to love that book too. I remember the first time I went on the road with um, Keith Robinson and, and Keith Kevin Hart. Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> and I was reading Catcher in the Rye in the back seat. That's awesome. And uh, he's like, ah, your enjoyment of that book is infuriating me right now. And he grabbed it out of my hand and hurled it out Who? of the window. Keith, Keith oh, Robinson. He's such a dick sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, I think so. You owe Rachel a new book, Keith. You sure do. Yeah, fuck him. I'll talk to him when I get to the cellar. We'll get you your book back. So, um, okay, so what are you working on now? And tell us about your love life. Okay, <laughs> um, okay so I'm working on an hour special now. But again, you know, we'll when it comes out, yeah, Amy's producing it and mm-hmm. for Comedy Central. And so Can't we'll Amy fucking produce something for me? Judy. What? It's not all about you, even though it is. It is about me. Go ahead. So Amy's producing your Comedy Central special. Uh, yeah. We're going to do a few like sketches and little things inside of it. And then it'll be a lot of stand up. You stuff. know what I think we should do? What's that? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> so my daughter, Rachel. Uh, well, Aaron's great. He's in the Peace Corps. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one's name? Justin. Justin is uh, got, just got a big job on Madison Avenue. <laughs> and Rachel's uh, living in New York with Dick's sister. Yeah, it sure was. And he never wanted to have sex either. What was his name? Because um, he's fucking doing coke. You're right, because he was doing too much blow. So you ha- you're you with Tommy now. 
Yeah. I love Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's really sweet. So how'd you meet Tommy, and why can't you marry a Jew? Go. Um, we met on World's Dumbest. He was the head writer on World's Dumbest. I was on that show! Yeah, and I and, and, and I had been on it for a few years, and then they said there was a new head writer, and... um. And that's how I met. And you Tommy. gave, and you said, "Let me give him head." Right. And I said, "Let me." There's give him There's a new head. writer. Actually, Let was, me give him head. I was actually writer. really scolded for dating him. They started taking me out of all the like skits and things, Aww. and um, and they wouldn't like. Oh, but he we, wasn't scolded for dating no, you. Of course, of course. not. No, yeah. I was. I had been doing stand up for many years at that point, and doing characters, and certainly had the skill set to be doing this those kinds of things. But they started pulling me out of everything and just kind of shaming me. Well, you're a for dating vixen. him, which was sad because that was all my. Almost all my income at that time. You know? Oh, I know. I didn't and have to go on the road when I was yeah, on that it was show. Yeah, awesome. And they punished me like I was this. All of a sudden, I became like this suspicious whore. But I'd already been on the show for four years. And then I couldn't do it as well, much. Well, Rachel, you know? you know you are a fucking whore. I am Dick a suspicious sister. whore. I'm a godless whore. Okay, yeah. so what pisses you off? What the fucking, like, gets your fucking blood? Like, I'll okay. tell you. I'm walking in the subway. She'll and someone's looking at her, their fucking phone. And I'm going to fucking miss the subway because they have to fucking look at their phone. Like... <laughs> That fucking pisses me off. Go. Okay, so many things. All right, first of all, um, bed and breakfasts, because I try to go places, like I try to pretend like I'm not a cunt and get out of the city and do something gentle or whatever, and I always go to those That's places. Nice. And like, yeah, we went to this bed and breakfast, and like, you know, and it's always like you start, and you start thinking you're so sweet, and you're like, oh, this woman owns the place, her name is Pearl. Oh, she sounds so lovely. And then Pearl started calling us on the phone, and she kept asking us like, oh, Pearl wants to know when we're arriving. That's so sweet. And then her questions started getting like more and more intrusive. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And like, Pearl wants to know whether I'm menstruating for some reason. Like, what? Whether we're having sex. She asked if you fucking were <laughs> menstruating. No, I'm joking about oh, that. That's a good one. But, um, <laughs> this is another bit, ass. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna write all your fucking bits for you. Okay, go. Know, okay, I will try this. Uh, if you, if now you, you have a recording of them. Yeah. So and so then in the morning we're having that breakfast. You know, you have with other people, and you have that like whisper, like that gentle. Like oh, you're a please. good person. Like yeah, you're gonna yeah. wake the antiques. Or right, something. right, right. <laughs> just being very gentle at breakfast. And I was trying so hard to just be appropriate, but I was feeling very hostile. You know. And then we had to do all these activities like you're gonna go heritaging or some shit I don't even know what it was like, she made, was they like, made you do activities yes we had to do activities and you know how comics hate activities I had to do a lot of activities no you groups. don't she made you Pearl made you Pearl was very pushy and, uh, and she was very hostile fuck about Pearl. everything I know have you seen Pearl. that episode of Bob's Burgers where Linda opens her house as a bed and breakfast no so um <laughs> she sounds like Pearl. no wait Listen. I, okay, go finish. Oh, and then there was this couple there, and it was one of those couples that just seems like too happy, and it's infuriating. Like right. the man, he was like just holding her. He had like a long necklace on. It does gross me out when guys wear like some sort of medallion. Right, right, right. Me. Like some, yeah, some sort of like crystals in a right. velvet pouch. I could just imagine it like hitting me against the head while we're having Rachel sex. Does not like hippie men. Um, I don't like guys that wear like a lot of rings. I don't like to imagine their ring dish next to their right, bed. It's right, disgusting. right. But um, yeah, he had like kind of a low bun, and he was just very, and they were just. Constantly touching each other. It was just like they were like, we stay okay. together because I'm we make our own soap. You know, like, yeah, they had all these tips to how they make it work. <laughs> well, I, um, Tantra, I, I, I can't believe you brought that up because I tried to write a bit about because, you know, I love to go to bed at breakfast. Actually, Anderson Cooper was like, I did. I was co-hosting his show with him and he's like, ew. <laughs> like, ugh, it's like old grandmother. And so I always try to find the gay. First of all, going on vacation as a gay in a straight and area and the two lesbos walk downstairs to have, you know, breakfast and they're all like, <laughs> I can't um, imagine. But 
I go to these B&B and they act like, oh, anything you need, anything you need. Breakfast ends at 11 o'clock sharp. They're fucking Nazis. I know. It's like anything you need. I'm sorry you weren't. You came down at 1059. I'm sorry we're not. I'm like, what? I mean, it's like I'm a fucking comic. I don't come down at nine o'clock. I I don't. I'm not having fucking breakfast. When you fucking, because you get up at six and you're angry because you thought this was going to be a fucking fun life. And now you fucking hate everyone that comes to your fucking house. And they're, oh, they're furious. They, they smack down their marmalade and their gentle oh, breakfast I know. treats. But they're very angry and very, they're always controlling around it. Just like, yeah, me, just anything you need, it. anything you need, anything you need. Fuck I kept you. getting scolded the whole weekend. I'm like, I got scolded again. Fucking Pearl scolded Oh, I me, would go you know? in the wrong door and then yeah. you can't talk because you're like, who's in the next room? You know, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's really hard. And then you, then it's like you have to fake. That's the one thing. The group breakfast where you have to be like, oh, what do you? Well, my son is um, graduating and uh, we're lesbians. We're fucking lesbos. That's great. That's great. And so he's graduating. And uh, oh, all right. Here's the other thing. And I know I'm going to get fucking hate mail. Honestly. OK, here we go. No, I am going to get a lot of hate mail. I think prayer, personal prayer, is very private. Okay? I think it's a private thing. When I go to a fucking restaurant and there's a group holding hands and doing the thank you, thank you, thank you, grateful, thank you, grateful, food, great, thank you, thank you, grateful. Like, first of all, I feel like, okay, I'm an asshole because I'm not thanking God for my fucking food. They're much better than I am. And I don't want to, I don't know. It makes me feel, I have like so many weird feelings. I feel guilty. I feel like, oh, they're really religious. They hate me because I'm a lesbo. Or like, like, I I don't know. I think there's other ways. I mean, look, on Shabbat, I do the prayers before the wine and the bread. And it's a traditional thing. And we did it. And it's passed down. But I do it in my fucking house. No, and it's on strange. Celebrity wife swap. And on celebrity, I think yeah. people like the idea also of doing it. They like the way they feel, like the way they look when they're doing it. There's like a there is a judgment sometimes with some of that stuff. But it's know? like vegans who are like, uh, you know, you're like, oh, we're having a party. Oh, um, I'm vegan. All right, then bring your own fucking food. I'm not fucking making like. No, it's infuriating. You know, I dirt to- brownies for you? <laughs> I actually had a vegan cake the other day. It was delicious. Go. Sometimes they're really good. I went to a Quaker school, so I got like, so I just got, it was all too much at a certain point. Well, you went to a Quaker school. Yeah, because I was doing so bad in school, so they took me out and there was this Didn't Quaker the Quakers school. know you had ADD? They, yeah, there was like seven people in each class, so I did okay at the Quaker school. But it was clearly like, they weren't teaching us anything. It was just like a lot. I don't of think people discussion. with ADD can take the SATs. Honestly, oh, I, couldn't, I did yeah. so poorly, but Me I had too. straight A's. But I did so poor. I cannot take a test. I did I better cannot. when I guessed the bubbles the second time around. I got well, no, score. I would sit there. I get a question. There'd be four choices, A, B, C, and D. And I'd be like, well, A's kind of. I mean, there's a little bit of truth in A. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, B's true. If you really like that's why I'd sit there for an hour on one fucking question. Me, too. I drive myself crazy. And then it's just like the anxiety around it. And it was terrific. All that, right. So we hate tests. All right. What else just pisses you the fuck off? OK, well, I'm specifically obsessed with people's Facebook statuses. I've been taking pictures of them lately and sending them to my other friends because I get so angry. Mm-hmm. I feel like the problem with Facebook is that I think some people think that like Facebook is some sort of a god that you tell your darkest secrets. Oh, to my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
like, I can't fucking deal with it. It's ridiculous. And it's never the people you think. Like, I became friends with my accountant. I'm very concerned about him. I think he's in a dark place. His oh. last status was just like, divorce is shattering. I've never felt so confused and furious. And you're like, but what about my taxes? I'm like, Jesus Christ. I know. Like, can you handle my It really is. Like, I, I have friends <laughs> who I don't want to be friends with anymore because of their fucking Facebook no, posts. No, they make me too furious. This one guy, like, he'll put his thought out for the day like he's Caesar. Like, let the peasants sort it right, out now. Right, right, right. Spoken. You're welcome. <laughs> and then at the end of his status, a lot of times he'll write, I will not be responding to any of the comments beneath. You know, I'm like, you're not the president. Who fucking cares? Yeah, there's not a press corps traveling around behind you begging for more of your bullshit. And, and, and the, uh, there's a lot of people I know that brag, try, but they try not to act braggy about their kids. Like, <laughs> we're so proud of so-and-so. Uh for graduating number one Phi Beta Kappa Magna Cum Laude, now off to to <laughs> Yale and Harvard for a double major in double majoring with Princeton, and you know it's just like that's for the family. What the fuck was that, Lauren? <laughs> it's my family voice. <laughs> but and it's like, um, yeah, they, they're passively aggressively writing about how great they are and how smart their kids are. Yeah, and it's like just... its I think it's becoming like an older person venue now, the Facebook. No? Yeah, I think Tumblr is what the young kids I got, are And I can't keep up. So now it's Instagram and not Twitter? It's Instagram. And now there's also people also like to share a lot of private uh, medical procedures, like a, oh, their relatives my are going friend, to... <laughs> like, My friend's doing? father it, getting a fucking uh, stent put in. <laughs> blood. He's great. Look at him in this fucking hospital bed with the IV and the blood. Like, are what you sh- the fuck is? I don't fucking want to look at that. And yet we're not allowed to post nude pictures. On I'm like, Facebook. are you sure he's aware your live Facebook right. is private medical right. procedures? It's not appropriate. Last it's night I um felt something in my stomach. John rushed me to the hospital. Turns out I have <laughs> appendicitis. <laughs> But the appendix was wrapped around my abdomen, and it was uh, your prayers. And th- just shut the fuck up. Call the people that are close to you and say, "Look, I, you know, I'm in the fucking hospital because blah blah blah." Can you guys, you know? Yeah, it's disgusting. Why? Am I, it's I really- like I don't want. I have thoughts and prayers for my. I have other shit to do. We should have a, a same- Facebook uh, status section of the show. I have not put it like. Infuriates me. Ben wrote me the greatest Mother's Day card. And I was like, I don't want to share this with anyone. I don't want to show it. It's the fuck. Did I show it to you? Mm-mm. I showed it to you, right? I think we have a picture of it. Yeah, we have a photo of I it. I have to see it. because I'm, I'm going to show it to you. But, you know, I didn't want to show And my mother is really sick. My mother is wasting away and dying. I don't want to post it on Facebook. Mm. I understand because it's just like it becomes too much. And I don't want people going, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, sounds like a wonderful person. Oh, my God. I just want to be like have my feelings and thoughts with the people I share my feelings and thoughts with. I don't understand. I feel like there's this trend towards over paneling everybody that drives me crazy right now. Like it started after 9-11 where everybody had to act like there was this everyone just had to Quaker everything out. And I don't understand it. And now it's like on the news, they'll be giving you a real story and I can't stand. And then all of a sudden they'll be talking to what they call an eye reporter. And it's just like, why? Do I need to know what some dickhead like standing on his like fucking block in Brooklyn right. thinks about like Afghanistan? He has like snow on his head or some bullshit. Well, what about these shows where the people are in their living room? They're going in and out like yes, I think and the, the war and, and I'm just like uh, come in the fucking studio. I know it's ridiculous. or just call in. 
Like, I don't know. And they panel Kill anyone. Me, and then, they, yeah, then they call them I report. They're not reporters. It's They're just, just that everyone people. has a platform now. It's just, and a lot of people you just want to sh- say, shut the fuck up to. And they can talk and say whatever. Like these fucking assholes. You know, like Mike Huckabee. Who the fuck? Are, oh, I forgive him. God, God must be so fucking pissed off. I mean, if God only God's knew. not real. I'm just saying. God. You know, they use God like they know God. We've gotten closer to God. Really? Show me where fuck God is and how close you are to him. Okay? Because he thinks you're a fucking asshole. If I know God, God thinks you're a dick for fondling those girls. Okay? You're a dick. You're all treating women like shit. You're a dick. You're all dicks. Yeah, what are you babbling about what women are supposed to be doing with their bodies for? So strange and disgusting. There's just beady-eyed, like, bloated, furious, It's always white, disgusting. Yes, it's always What about white, Dennis yeah. Hastert? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Did speaker. Yeah. yeah. Fondling. He, he molested a kid. Who? The old speaker of the house. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Mm. So and he, you always find that out when they're always all fucking And all they do like is that. vote against gay rights and yeah. gay people. And, and their child molesters are straight men. 99.9% yeah. of the time. And a lot of the um, senators and, and people uh, are having, you know, homosexual affairs, too, you know, with their but, fucking lovers. And then they and can then, go every day and vote against gay marriage. Exactly. How can you And look we're at ruining the so sanctity evil. of marriage. You can get married in a fucking van now. There's a fucking van that drives around. It's a chapel. That is fucking marriage. There's a. You're telling me my kids are not healthy and happy and contributing to society because they had two moms. I forget where this is, but you can legally marry your dog in one of the southern states. It's just ridiculous. It's just fucking unbelievable. It's so unfair. It just makes me furious. Kill. me the fuck yeah. now yeah well I'm have like, you ever had a lesbo like made out with a girl or anything oh, when i was in school we used to um hump each other all the time just like with yeah. clothes on i had like three yeah, different friends that we would hump you play um, house and then it became lauren then, i'm getting the info she could have taken off her fucking <laughs> I'm pants <into> it. <laughs> wait one of my friends she told her mom we were humping and her mom called my mom and this i do talk about on stage did it was they have hump scandal in our school oh, okay. everybody was notified we were humping and i was humiliated oh, like everybody fuck. found out it was like this major scandal and then I had a sleepover at her house and her mom sat me down before we went to sleep and she was like I mean we, it was at my house but both moms had a meeting and they were like with both of you yes and they were like don't play that game tonight and we were like how okay, old were you fine we were like 10 or 11 the game was I would drop something I was the secretary and she was the yeah. boss <laughs> we would have been is she a lezzy now she's not a lesbian, but one of them is. I, there was like three of them that we would all play this game. There's like a circle of us that okay, were helping yeah. each other. And one of them is a lesbian. The other two are, are in straight relationships. But she, so I would draw, I, her name was Harry Company. She was the boss of our company. Um, Harry? Harry. It sounds like a porn, you know? Yeah, totally. yeah, she was Harry Company. And my name was Chrissy Tinkers. And I was the secretary. I was this real <laughs> dumb secretary. Right. And she'd drop her papers. Her dad had no idea we were playing this like weird humping game in his office. Um, right. So she'd drop the, pa- her, the papers and she'd go, God damn it, Chrissy, shit. Where are my briefs? <laughs> shit. It was abusive. It was abusive sexual relationship. Right. And then I'd grab the papers and I'd be like, I'm sorry, Mr. Company. I'm doing the best I can. And then she would lift my chin up and she'd go, I'm sorry we quarreled. Chrissy, and then you she would like try to kiss me, and then I would smack her across the face, and then she would just throw me on the couch and start humping me. And I go, No, Mr. Company, no. And she would go, No, means yes, Chrissy. So it was this strange, like, rape game that we played at every at week. At 10? 10, 11, yeah. That's, That's awesome. creative. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It was very creative. Wait, and we but did you, both, did you both climax? I think like sometimes. I don't remember that much, but I think we got, yeah, I think I pro- probably we got to it faster than I did. I mean, with guys, it took a lot, like years Ugh. to find one that wanted to figure it out. Right, know? right, right. You could have just wow. humped his leg the whole time. But yeah, we just humped Are you friends with bit. her? No, I'm sure she's furious. You got to look her up on, about it. yeah. You got to look her up on Facebook. I have looked- She doesn't, we didn't even say the name. Mr. I Company. I feel like she would know if she saw it. But yeah, she's just one of those girls, like, she wouldn't want to have, like, a, she wouldn't want to discuss or think or reflect on her humping days. I want to talk about it nonstop. How long yeah. did the humping go? Like, we would hump for, I mean, we it happened before the scandal broke. We were all humping each other for, like, a good year or so. We just had everybody, like, one girl was, like, the king of the game. You know, there's always that controlling girl. Right, right, that, right. That's a lesbian. Yeah, she was like, here's what we're going to do. Here's how it's going to happen. And she was just very controlling. And she always had to be Mr. Company. And what Company. does she do now? Um, now I think she's like a real estate agent or oh, something. Annoying. She always had to be Mr. Company, you know, and, and it sucked, <laughs> it sucked to be Chrissy Tinkers because you just got shit on, you know? I got I wanted to be Mr. Company sometimes. Yeah, why yeah. couldn't you be Mr. Company? She would never let me be Mr. Company. Fuck her! Very controlling. You can be Mr. Yeah. Company right now. Right now! <laughs> oh, God shoot. damn it, Chrissy, shit! Get me my goddamn briefs! Shit, Chrissy! All right, so then you would hump. And that, but mm-hmm. your, did your, your mother seems really loosey goosey. So did she give a shit? You know, she, it was weird because what she did is she had a therapist come over to the house and talk to me about like, like a sex therapist came over and they had like a doll and, but all it did was Ugh. make me like wildly ashamed. And I just felt like I didn't understand anything about anything about sex or any of this. So I just right. thought I was going to get like AIDS. I was like boiling with AIDS was all I thought. Right, I didn't right, understand right. A- STDs or anything. I just thought, okay, now I'm like boiling with AIDS. I'm this disgusting girl because I've been humping and I'm, I'm in bad shape in life. I'm just a rancid bad girl. Cause the sex therapist, she brought this little thing over and she sang some awful song about like your bathing suit parts. We don't touch people's bathing suit parts. Ew, oh my what God. the fuck? And you what the fuck? It's terrible. Sex ed is it was traumatizing. Raising yeah. uh, molesters and and women that are afraid of their own sexuality. But and I feel like all this, you know, fluid sexuality that's happening now with the mm. n- millennials. You know, people are like, oh, it's it's too much. It's like no, people have been holding that in, yeah. and that's why they're sex offenders. Exactly because yeah. they are not accepted, and this is. They feel like outcasts and abnormal and have to, you know, I think this will help. Definitely. Actually. Yeah, I think you're right. You have to to get it out and just express it. Except for the fucking people who are completely ashamed of it, you know? Yeah. But don't tell me to wrap it up. Rachel Feinstein is here. (laughs) Rachel, are you doing any sets tonight? Uh, Yeah, wait, where am I today? Um, Yeah, I'm at Eastville uh, tonight and I think I'm on the Cellar Late Show. Yeah. Oh, I'll be at the Cellar. Cool. Well, that was like three weeks ago if you're listening to this when it comes out. Yeah, whatever. But um, Rachel. Yes. I think you're great. Thank I think you you're great. Thank you so much for having you guys. I had so much fun um, with you. And I will, anytime, if you want to record, I'll be on one end, the mother phone call. I want to do this soon, for sure. <laughs> and you're like, mommy. But you have to be 17. Okay. And you have to be going like, I'll be like, Rachel, how are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> How's New York? <laughs> Good. So what's what are you doing tonight? Well, Dick's sister is playing at the bottom line, and so we're in. 
Oh, by the way, my mom caught us humping mid-hump. She because oh, after shit. we were told to stop and we had that conference, she was up listening to us and she came busting in and she caught us like in her turquoise Navajo robe. That she is, just, yeah. What'd you so say? Traumatizing. She goes, Rachel, we talked about this. And she came blasting in and she had her long, like, like menopausal Navajo robe on. Right. It, was, it was traumatizing. I tried to lie. I said, we're not we're not playing the game. He called it the game. We're not playing Mr. Company. We're not playing the game. I'm like, we're just, um, I tried to lie and say we were playing with Barbies. Barbies were safely tucked away. We were just aggressively and purposefully right. humping each other. But yeah, Mr. Company. <laughs> well, I got caught with a girl. Did but, you? Yeah. And I said we were playing Ouija board. Under the blanket. Because um. I used to play Ouija board all the time. <laughs> That's so cute. I've never played that. You've never done Ouija board where no. the thing is supposed to move around? It's so fucking mental. I know. I want to. I used to play it all the time. It's so fun. I know, right? Oh. I still kind of think it's real because it seems I know. Real. It feels like it moves. I grew yeah. up Christian, so that wasn't allowed. Okay. <laughs> What's this new dude like stoner? Yeah. You always, you're always finding something new with me. I know, it's really great, Laura. It's kind of nice. Um, Rachel. It means you're paying attention. Come back anytime. Thank you guys. This is so fun. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Good luck with everything. Say Thank hi you. to Tommy. I will. He said to say hi to you. He loves you so much. I love him. He was the one who said we had to sit in the front row in the show. I was like, well, I do can never, <laughs> not in that show. You probably missed half my shit on the other side of the stage. I made him stand back because we got there late because of the rain. I didn't want to walk up and have you see me, but, um, he like wanted to get right in the Did front. Did you see the so first excited. number? I, I only saw like half of the first number but where i'm in the sweatsuit yes <laughs> oh you gotta see me when i come out because i'm such a dork face it's amazing your facial expressions i can't handle i cannot I deal with it's it it's bad it it's bad because so i can't hide them <laughs> we had so much fun though it was so cute how excited he was he was thrilled oh yeah. and then i waved to you guys with the fox at the I end i know so happy. <laughs> I felt like a little kid when you first go to take your trip to New York. I'm like, she uh, looked cool. right at us. It was real. And I waved. It was real. Totally. Yes. <laughs> first time uh, I saw uh, Judy um, perform, I, I went to, you know, say how great it was afterward. And uh, she she sent a text and walked away. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you did. When was it? But it's okay. I, I probably didn't hear you. I'm tall. I honestly do not hear down there. I'm not kidding. Mm. <laughs> That explains that, that everything. It's so true. I'm a. I swear to God, my ear is so much higher. Your voice is coming this way. I hear up here. I swear to God. I talk into your boobs. Ask I figured any it tall up. person. That's why when we're at a party, I always sit down or I have to bend down. People are like, why don't you stand up? Because I can't fucking hear you. And then if I hate the person, it's actually good because then I don't fucking listen to a goddamn word and I, act, I just nod. That's why I started wearing heels. I can't hear up here. It's so funny. All right. So what time are you going to be there tonight? May I might see you. Um, I think I'm there at 12.15. I think it's oh. tonight. It's either tonight or tomorrow. I'm really late spot. I I don't know why. She gives me like one spot. Me too. Yeah, what she happened? She gave me one spot at 12.15. I used to get week. like five spots a night. Yeah, it's, I never know. What happened? You know, I'm always confused. But Sometimes she's, I'll get she's like, oh, night. you're in a play yeah. and, you know. And then I said I can come after 10.30 on Thursday and next Thursday. And she gives me like a 12.15. I'm like, I'm 52 and I have now I have Ben next week, so I can't do it. But... But if she it, tells you to come at 1030, you will come at midnight. No, I'm never late for a spot. Yeah, me neither. I'm never. Late, I'm late for everything but spots. Spots. No, I get yeah. there at 959 for a 10 o'clock. Okay. And every booker knows it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I don't like watching people before. I want it to go on a fresh stage. Me too. I don't want You know what before. I mean? Because oh, I don't want to be 
influenced by anything. I get too anything. in my own head too. Mm. Yeah. And then I don't want to see that, like notice that the crowd stinks before I go up there. I'd rather. But it's like yeah. that's I don't want to have any yeah. any feelings about the crowd before I go on. I always wondered that. Yeah, about comics. Some people like to go in the room like and watch, really and I don't. It's like no, I want to go up and do my thing and not have be like, oh, I'm not going to say this because they, this one said the audience is, but you know, like I don't, I don't want to know what their perception of the audience is. Hmm. But sometimes, you know, with when I used to and it was like I was in. Oh, I didn't even finish my Marietta, Georgia, where I was on stage and someone yells, uh, the Jews have all the money. And I was like, really? That's why I'm doing this fucking gig. (laughs) But this guy went on before me. It was an MC, and I was the female headliner. He did a joke about the size of his brother and him used to compare the size of their shits in the toilet. And then he did a thing about Lorena Bobbitt. Remember her? That she cut off her husband's penis. Yeah, like 20 years ago. Yeah, that was just 20 years ago. <laughs> and then uh, it was actually more than 20. Uh, it was mm-hmm. actually like not. It was done already. The yeah. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. And that. Can you imagine the cop who found the penis was like, you pick it up. No, you pick it up. No, you. All right. Yeah. And then he brings me up. And I had I used to open with because everyone thought I was a transvestite that I'm not a transvestite. Um. And uh, it's so annoying. Everyone thinks I'm a guy. The other day I went to the gym. I walk in the ladies locker room. This naked woman hides behind her locker screaming. So I whipped it out. <laughs> I showed her my penis. Anyway, so <laughs> they turned on me on my first joke. And I just was like, why is he allowed to talk about his shit and a fucking dick laying in a field? I hate And I can't. Much. And so they hated me, but I didn't fucking care. Yeah, fuck them. He sounded hack anyway. Duh. All right. I've right. so many moments like that where somebody's just glaring and I'm like, why? They said the exact same shit. Now I discuss it and I'm somehow distasteful. Yeah. They just yeah. look at me like I was in the bathroom after a show where I was kind of like dirty and I heard these two women and one of them. I just heard her go. She was awful. <laughs> I know. They don't realize that you. Absolutely awful. So I painful. love that. <laughs> did you? Did they see you? I came out. I wish I could say I said something cool to them, but I just like, like I just like quietly rinsed my hands and just went out of my head. It was disgusting. It wasn't necessary. She was awful. I love that. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Oh my god, her. thank you. Um thank you. so look out for Rachel's uh hour special and comedy album Thug Tears. Oh, that's an old one. And oh. you're at what are you at? Judy Rachel-Feinstein.com. Uh, Rachel-Feinstein.com. I'm an at Rachel Feinstein on Twitter and It's um, an old one, but it's still um available on yeah. Amazon and iTunes Thug tears. and it's very funny. Thank you. Mhm. Rachel, anytime I'll see you at the clubs. Okay, great. Thank you so and much. This was so fun. Really? Yeah, I had the best time. I was so. Oh excited. my god! <laughs> Thank you. What? Also, it's a, now I like have new bits I want to try. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, you got to talk thing. about that shit. I'm going to talk about Dick's sister. Yes, yeah. Dick's yeah. sister, and we'll play a Mr. 17 year old Jewish girl <laughs> living with Dick's sister. But was. Dick sister circumcised. That's all I need to know. He, all right. Was he? Yeah, he was circumcised. All right. Um, all right. Rachel, thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. I'm Thanks Judy so Gold here with Lauren Hersey and uh, Jared on the whatever he fucking does. Oh, and our guest, Rachel. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> see you next week. And, uh, everything was wonderful. 